cliffcentral.com. It is amazing what's been happening in the world of cryptocurrencies. And uh, Sean is going to join us in a moment, not just to talk about Bitcoin, which is the obvious story, but we've got to talk about Ethereum, which is a much less obvious story. So let's get straight to it. Um, the world of crypto, an exciting few days. And Sean Sanders from Revix is here to give us the scoop. How are you doing, Sean? Morning, guys. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy yeah, New very Year, good, dude. How are you guys doing? Yeah, awesome. Listen, what, what an incredible week. I'm pleased we're speaking to you. I actually uh, brought up your name in vain on Monday because I said, you know, I'm, I'm an amateur at this stuff. And I really, I think most of us in the world are because crypto is such a new thing. But you understand what's been going on. And people are saying, surely this can't carry on, this, this incredible um, Bitcoin breaking new records, Ethereum breaking new records. Where do we even start to understand this? How do you make sense of it? Well, it's a same narrative about two years ago in your show, right? I mean, we were saying the same thing then, right? You saw the Bitcoin price at that point in time. What was it? It got up to about 120,000 and it got to 200,000. And people were saying exactly the same thing. Now, the narrative that's really driving this market, in particular with Bitcoin, is that people are viewing Bitcoin as a digital gold. So they're saying, well, the market capitalization of gold, so all the gold above ground, is roughly between 9 to $11 trillion. Right. The total market capitalization of Bitcoin, depending on when you're looking at the price, is about 650 to $700 So if Bitcoin continues to eat away at gold's market cap, you could see Bitcoin quite easily go a lot higher. So it's difficult because you should never be looking at past pricing data or trends as a means of you know, future performance. Right. So if this narrative does play through and Bitcoin continues to eat away at gold's market cap, $35,000, which is where it's sitting at today, which is a new all-time high, that doesn't seem that high. But I mean, having said that, let's you know do the responsible thing and say that these are all-time highs. I mean, we are in a space now where there's a yeah. lot of volatility. There's I mean, no historic pricing to be able to compare it to. So you should be entering this market with caution. Well, a lot of people are asking the obvious question, and, and this has to do with, with trading and price, and, and, and people are obsessed with this stuff because they obviously want to make a short-term profit. I, I agree with you long-term that the, the value is going to just grow and grow and grow, but the question is, if you sell now after it's been on this extraordinary bull run for the last little while, you'd be putting away quite a, a nice amount of money for what you invested if you invested, let's say, at the beginning of 2020. The... The alternative is that you carry on riding this and you keep your investment where it is and you hopefully go up and you'll go down a little bit, but in the long term you'll go up. I mean, what do you think is the more sensible and the more intelligent way to understand this market? And, and I, I know you're not here to give us financial advice, but certainly a lot of people are going, well, I've, I've made almost three times the money that I put in at the beginning of last year, maybe it's time to cash out. That isn't a bad position to, to be in. No, most certainly not. And I think you have to evaluate that against your own financial position. So you need to say, right, you know, where am I sitting financially? Am I actually able to take additional risk? Because the truth is, you know, if you compare Bitcoin to stocks right now, it would be the eighth most valuable company in the world. Now, that's remarkable. That's bigger than JP Morgan. That's bigger than Walmart. That's bigger than Alibaba, Berkshire Hathaway. I mean, that's remarkable. We, we are living through the time. It's like a bit of a gold rush. Bitcoin rush, mm. but you're living through the time of where crypto is going mainstream. I mean, COVID and all the rest seems to have propelled cryptocurrencies into the mainstream. I mean, we are a few hundred, well, I think we're about $80 billion away from a trillion dollar market cap in cryptocurrencies. So you do need to view this market as a very big growth opportunity. 
I think you can quite easily see this market go up a further 20 to 30, 50%. But we're in these really volatile times. So the most responsible thing to do is firstly not to go out and bet everything on this market. So do not go and take a second mortgage on your house oh, no. and invest in the crypto market right now. No, sure. Dollar cost average in, start small. We've been saying this from the start, the advice is not gonna change. Uh, if you haven't got invested in crypto yet and you're wanting to invest in uh, Bitcoin or you know a broader crypto portfolio, like one of our bundles that we offer, start with 500 Rand, which is the minimum investment amount that we offer. Uh, if you have a bit more capital to play with, potentially look at a thousand rand and increase it from there. Start small, dollar cost average into the market, get an understanding of what's going on in the market. You do not want to be one of those individuals that puts money in and the market can quite easily pull back 15 to 20%. And when it pulls back 15 to 20%, view that as a buying opportunity then. So Absolutely. that's the sort of thing. Look yeah. at the longer term trajectory, which is up to the right. And you're seeing this market grow. If you believe that crypto does have a place in the future, but if, if Bitcoin could potentially be challenging gold, if Ethereum's smart contract network continues to grow the way that it has, if decentralized finance can still propel that network forward, then you should be looking at getting let's, a stake in this market. Let's just pause for a second and talk about Ethereum because this has been really interesting and, and that might be a bigger story than Bitcoin. Oh, much bigger story than Bitcoin over the last while. So you've got a lot of institutional money entering the Bitcoin space, right? It's got mm. similar properties to gold, limited supply, et cetera, et cetera. So that's sort of been all over the headlines. Ethereum increased by two and a half times more than Bitcoin over 2020. And I mean, it's start to 2021 has just been remarkable. It's sitting at $1,120 right now. Sure. Uh, I remember back in 2020 being a bit surprised when it was sitting at $400, being like, wow, we haven't seen Ethereum here for a while. So there's been a very big growth in the Ethereum network. And the number of smart contract applications that are being built on top of the network is also outstanding. Because the thing is, we've spoken about DeFi, or decentralized finance, mm -hmm. uh, on this podcast before, where essentially you've got programs, if you can call them that, or smart contracts, as they call them in the crypto space, that are executing transactions without any intermediaries. So as an example, Gareth, I could lend you money instead of a bank lending you money. Yeah. And a protocol that's on the Ethereum blockchain could handle that for me. And if you could think about any single financial transaction, that could occur without that financial intermediary, without that bank, without that broker, without the limit. And that is what DeFi is looking to sort of become. And that peer-to-peer -peer financial world is being completely ingrained. I mean, there's two blockchains already. There's Ethereum and Tron, but nearly entirely on the Ethereum blockchain. And that's what's driving that price up. Um, all right. So I know, again, I've got to keep reiterating this because it's hard to ask you questions without being specific. And you're not here to give us financial advice. I mean, you run a business where you try to diversify portfolios for people. You give them an opportunity to enter the crypto market, to buy Pax Gold, um, even even to bet on the dollar or the rand or you know, whatever it might be. So these are things that that are, are all within your ambit. But if you had 500 bucks lying around right now, what would be the best place to put that? Because, I mean, you could say, well, you know, diversification and all of those things. But people want short, sharp answers here. So if I, if I said to you, Sean, I've got 500 rand, uh, what should I put it into? Uh, what are most of the people in the market saying? Not you, but what are most of the people who you speak to saying about where they should invest? So look at where gold is today. For me personally, I see an incredible investment case with gold. Uh, you're sitting at about $2,000 per ounce at the moment with gold. It's had a fairly good start to 2021, but with the amount of monetary stimulus in 2020, I mean, and it's going to continue to 21, I mean, gold is just a really good investment opportunity right now, in my opinion, of course. I don't think this run with Bitcoin or any of the other cryptocurrencies 
is over. And I think if you actually look beyond just Bitcoin, you start looking at the likes of Stellar, which is up 25% over the last day. That sort of had a big pullback with Ripple mm -hmm. uh, over the last few weeks. Uh, if you're looking at the likes of Tron, if you're looking at Cardano, EOS, all these other cryptocurrencies, they're having to play a bit of catch up. And right. the reason is that Bitcoin sort of has got ahead of the market. I mean, we saw, I'm not sure what it is right now, but last week, or last week Sunday, uh, Bitcoin had 72% market cap dominance, which means that wow. of the total cryptocurrency market cap, Bitcoin makes up 72% of that, which <laughs> is the highest since you know the, the bull run of 2017. So that, and that's primarily driven, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, about the institutional players moving money into the space. So the big money, the hedge funds, the pension funds, the endowments, et cetera, moving money into Bitcoin in particular, not looking at the rest of the crypto market. And this is a retail investor's opportunity because if you start looking at the alternative cryptocurrencies, I mean, look at Litecoin, look at Bitcoin Cash. They have very similar properties to Bitcoin, but institutional investors have very few means to be able to get exposure to them. And that's where we're saying, well, there's a very good opportunity with that's our payment bundle, which you know we've recently excluded XRP from. Uh, there's, uh, I guess, that I don't know if you've spoken about it on the podcast as well, but there's the SEC lawsuit that is occurring with Ripple, and essentially XRP is now being delisted across a variety of exchanges. And I think that's one of the big value adds that we're able to provide customers uh, is that yes. when something like that happens, I mean, they. Most customers, I suppose, aren't following the crypto market on an hour-to-hour -hour basis or no. daily basis. And we're able to essentially step in and go, okay, let's look at this from a practical perspective. How should we be treating this? Should we remove an asset? Should we include an asset? And that's what we've done with XRP. And, I mean, our top, uh, our payment bundle is up 250% over this last year. I mean, they outperformed Bitcoin as well. It's amazing. Um, what a time to be uh, to be able to invest like this i mean you know investment sean if we take it back a hundred years was really for only the super rich it was something most people never understood in their whole lives and now of course you can be sitting at home during lockdown and you can actually make money obviously you can lose money too but you can make money in in ways that were unthinkable for people in previous generations it's quite an incredible time to be alive isn't it no, it's remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. And I think we've just seen the start of it. I mean, we said this last year. I mean, we've been on the podcast actually for the last, what, two, three years? This will be going yep. into the third year. No, it's and been a good, it's been I'm going to say that this is still the same narrative. Sure, the easy money has been made in crypto. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Bitcoin was $100 at one point in time. It was less yep. than $1 at one point in time. It was less than one cent at one point in time. So the easy money has been made. But there's still so much growth that is going to take place in this market. And in the future, things are going to be more digital. And I know it seems weird, but the future is going to be weird. Uh, cryptocurrencies, and again, this is my very personal bold uh, prediction, but you will see cryptocurrencies start overtaking and being implemented in emerging markets. Emerging market currencies, in my opinion, are dead. I don't understand how they're going to survive this pandemic. Uh, there's been, you know, there's just a disparity between the developed world and the emerging world. And I think this pandemic is going to expose that more than anything else before. Thank you, Sean. Sean Sanders from Revix. In a world and a market that we haven't seen before, don't guess, just diversify. Revix allows you to effortlessly own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies, which automatically stays up to date with the ever-changing market. You can find them on social media. You can go to Revix Invest. That's one word. R-E-V-I-X Invest. Revix Invest. And they're all on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. And you can also go to their website and sign up today. I mean, as Sean says, it can, you know, you put in 500 bucks and you can start off and, uh, and, and ride this wave. And it'll be fun, you know, 500 bucks. So if you lose half of it, you're not going to be um, 
jumping off the, the building like they did in the big Wall Street crash of 29. But at the same time, if you manage to double that because of the incredible growth of something like Ethereum or Bitcoin, and especially in these portfolios that Revix offers, why the hell not? It will make your day that much more exciting. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, guys. Have a great rest of the day. Very Catch good. Cheers. Bye-bye.